Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LeVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Talk Radio Nation, you are tuned into page one. Uh, welcome back for those of you who tune in to us every Friday night at 10 o'clock Eastern Time, 9 o'clock Central, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Or if you are hearing us through the good old Apple, I, Apple podcast or through iHeartRadio, um, one of the things tonight I will tell you, uh, normally – at this point, we do kind of like what I call host chat, just like some stuff that wasn't planned, stuff that we'll talk about. Uh, it might be a little extended tonight. <laughs> we don't have much of a show. This has been one of those, yeah, this has been one of those weird weeks. I like to kind of do like a potpourri type of thing where I think probably for the first uh, 20 minutes or maybe half hour tonight, maybe we'll do just off the cuff stuff. I kind of like when we get a chance to do that because. That was the premise of this show uh, when we we originally said it's like listening to a phone conversation that we normally would have. Uh, but as always, I am joined by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Now, I wish that you could see us, and actually I'm going to have Mary talk about that here shortly. But tonight <laughs> – I will tell you that um, it's been such a long week. I actually do have uh, a beverage here in front of me. Um, I did not yeah. ask Mary. I did not ask Mary yet what she has in front of her. I am guessing water. <laughs> tea. I have tea. Have tea. Now, now when she says that, when you get kids. When she says she has tea, she actually has tea, so she doesn't have, like, news to tell you. She just has tea. I just have That's actual tea. The stuff that you brew. <laughs> well. <Yes. laughs> uh, tonight, I am drinking – I think we should just start that every Friday night. Like, what are you drinking? Uh, the first few minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Five minutes. What are you drinking? My yeah, tea is a little Oh no, I don't know. Whatever the it's a can of that hard tea that you get. <laughs> I put it from the store. In the beverage section. Is it oh so it's an alcoholic hard tea? Yes. But it's okay, like you didn't really it. not It is it, it's the twisted tea stuff. I don't know who makes it, but okay. whatever. Okay. It's twisted tea. So I have tea. Say it. Yeah. You can say it. It's not like we got like any um body paying for um I'm over like oh, well over twenty one. If I want to have a twisted tea in my house in my underwear I can do so. Thank you. There you go. Uh, that's hey, 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 how you doing? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. but, um, yes, I think everyone cheers. should. Yes, cheers. Uh, <laughs> Visual cheers from far away. Tonight, I can tell you that uh, <laughs> I'm in a local brewery, uh, Goose Island Beer. If you're familiar with Chicago, uh, Goose Island Beer, uh, the home of their 312. But it's not the 312 I'm drinking tonight. It is actually their Lemonade Shandy, which is pretty good. Uh, I first had some at a Chicago White Sox game because they have a Goose Island section. Uh, very hard beer to find. 
I guess if I go up to Goose Island, and if anybody from Goose Island is listening tonight, you can send me some lemonade shandy, please. It's very hard to find the stores. It's only in select stores. So, uh, yes. So this week, the Goose Island uh, lemonade shandy. So that does it for the portion of what are you drinking tonight. Um, <laughs> a lot of things to have <laughs> on the program. <laughs> and I want to tell you, uh, I don't. every week I say I don't know if we're going to go an hour. And then we wind up going an hour, or we wind up having to cut something for time. I don't know tonight if we're going to go an hour, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, Sunday night, before I forget, 411 Lounge, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. My guest is Karen Fisher. Uh, Make sure that you tune in Sunday night. I will probably mention it one more time before all is said and done, Uh, but that is coming up this Sunday night. And then next week, um, I will honestly tell you right now, um, I would say to stay tuned to Twitter in regards to if there is a show next week, uh, next week I will be on assignment. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, the assignment will be. <laughs> the assignment will be, uh, actually next weekend here in Chicago, it, it will be, uh, Exotica Chicago, which is back in town. And, of course, it was canceled last year. It was due to be their 10th anniversary celebration, which will be uh, resumed uh, next weekend here in Chicago. So if you are in the Chicagoland area, just outside of Chicago and Rosemont uh, will be Exotica. Uh, a lot of different personalities. I usually will say adult entertainment personalities, but there's also other personalities who will be there at Exotica this year. Um, so Friday night is ladies' night. Ladies get in free. And then uh, Saturday and Sunday uh, before things wrap up. So I think one year we should do, like, show. Yeah. We should do a show from Exotica. I would love to do, like, something, like, live from Exotica for, like, two hours, uh, like, each day. Where we just interview. That would be fun. Anybody that came by. You want to say hi? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that we... Next year, and I'm not sure if the people are listening from there, but maybe we could get some type of, like, media pass, and we could set up some stuff, and we could do something from there, like, entire weekend. I think that would be cool. So, and that is just not the Lemonade Shandy talking. <laughs> um, but uh, speaking of seeing us, uh, I am not good at this. I know the person here who is the best subject matter expert on what we mentioned last week, but I want her to mention it again to you this week and also uh, in regards to our digital footprint because we have expanded. I know that we tried some things with Twitch, uh, but we are also now over on Discord. And if you can, if you could tell the folks about that and what they'll see and how they can get to us. Yeah, of course. Um, If you are on Discord, by all means, jump in um, or DM me under Lou Eyes Mama. Either way, and I'll send you an invite. Um, Basically, we have a Discord page, a server, community server that we're still kind of building. Um, It's basically set, but things will change as times change. But it's going to be a great place for you to get to know the boss, get to know me and our separate pages. And then we also have areas for game nights if we decide to do them, um, doing stuff like Marbles on Stream or um, Among Us or Minecraft and that kind of thing, those kind of talks. Um, I know that we would like to jump into voice at some point, do movie nights, do TV reviews, um, just kind of do kind of uh, music really build a good community that direction. And, and then on top of that, show ideas. I know that you guys out there talk about stuff um, that we don't. You'll also get to see LeVar and I um, the way that we are on a normal day, you know, instead of being on here doing specific shows, how random we become when we get together. Um, I would love to start doing some after-show extras, where people can come in and talk with us and jump into voice. We do have a limited voice area for the after-show party. Um, so it's the, when we get a lot of um, people in the community, it'll be limited to 50. 
But right now it's still growing. So jump in, join us. Like I said, uh, you can go ahead and find us and request access, or you can be on me for an invite, and you can find me at Luai's Mama. And I'm on a bunch of different servers, so if you can't find me specifically that way, go to a different one of the other servers that I'm on. And like I said, I'm on a lot. So if you can't find me there, you can find me in other places. Also, if I remember correctly, LeVar has put it out on Twitter with an invite out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So yes, so definitely. If you folks are on Discord, um, please, by all means, uh, the invite is out there. Join us on Discord. I know uh, Mary is usually on there uh, a lot more than I am. <laughs> Pretty regularly, um, yeah. Yeah, so she will definitely be there and swig by, say hi, and uh, ask her about the show. I know I will be popping in. Of course, I'll put some of the retro moments from the week as well as uh, maybe throughout the week have a few commentaries to add or interesting footnotes or things to add. That's actually one of the other things that we're going to, because I want to start a new uh, segment of the show. And I think I mentioned it earlier because coming up with segments, I get ideas from different places. I don't know how it will work. Some segments stick around every show, such as the live look at what's trendy. Now the almanac, now the retro moment of the week. Uh, some come back every once in a while, just as such as tonight. We will have an Urban Dictionary Word of the Week later tonight, whoop, whoop. Uh, <laughs> which I know Mary looks forward to. And <laughs> and uh, also tonight we will have, of course, our Retro Moment of the Week and uh, the new segment that we will have, which I think is kind of – Mary always laughs at me and uh, states that I have a lot of useless information in my head. And You really do. <laughs> I like when I am able to find out things that uh, are, like, odd or, you know, something that people just wouldn't know. And I found out something this week that blew my mind and uh, – it was to me interesting. Hopefully, it is to you. Uh, that's coming up here shortly before the retro moment of the week tonight. So uh, we'll do that. And then, uh, yeah. Uh, also tonight, a rarity. I actually do have a shout out toward the end of the show tonight. So uh, we, of course, will have that as well. Uh, but yeah, our host chat tonight. It, it was there anything this week? I guess, and we don't practice this. We pretty much will just do it on the fly. But I, I guess, was there anything this week that you saw out there that either was of interest to you or was there something in the news where it just kind of like either, what's the word I want to use? I don't want to say uh, made you mad, but kind of just was like, eh? Well, I mean, no and yes. I mean, I, I'm very, I'm very, very particular about what I, I try to avoid the news as much as possible, just because most of the time it does make me get mad. <laughs> I really do. Um, I did see the whole thing, like, but I do see things that are either close to home or they are affecting me in a specific way. So I am planning a trip out of state to another one of our beautiful states, and that beautiful state. Um, I believe the mayor of the town that I'm going to is trying to ask their town or the airlines to stop bringing people to their wonderful city. And I was, I think it was the mayor. And I, I really was the reaction that I had, which was, well, I may not be going then. You know, like that's hospitality. Ooh, awesome. I feel great. Um, so that was something I heard in the, the news this week. I need to find the article, which of course now I'm on my, I'm right in front of my PC, ready for Discord, um, which I'm in. Um, <laughs> wait for y'all. Uh, but yeah, it was, um, oh, where was it? It helps if I could type. But yeah, I was really upset with that. It was so, in, it was like, really? But yeah, that was the only thing I saw this week. Yeah, I was going to say, you would think after the year that we've had and how things have suffered and how uh, monetarily it has affected tourism, 
that you would not want. I, I get it. The place that you're going to has a lot of people that's going to it, and other things have opened back up. Uh, it's very popular this time of the month, and mm-hmm. I get it. But it, with nothing outside of the norm that's already happening, and after losing money last year, you would think that people would actually be happy to get that money now. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you would think. And, um, yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't the town I'm going to. I'm sorry. It was the neighboring town that I wanted to go to. They wanted to pause travel for fewer tourists amid a travel boom, so to speak. And that was on ABC News. So if you just go in there and ask and just type in Mayor ask for, out, for ask Airlines for fewer tourists, You'll figure out where I'm going. Um, but, yeah, they're asking for – they're asking airlines to basically stop having people come or to have fewer flights so there are less travelers. I get why um, some of the restrictions have not lifted fully. So there are some restrictions that are fully lifted to 100% and there are others that are not. And those two right. things are in direct conflict with each other. So I get why they're asking to pause some of that stuff, but it really does kind of, yeah, that puts a, that puts a damper on the reason that I wanted to go. You know, so it's like, hmm, mm-hmm. hmm. Well, don't let that be a damper, <laughs> um, because oh, I'll still go. Had, I'll have a fun time. Fun time. I would say still go out and do it, and you'll have to. Report back to us on uh, how it was and if you were welcome there and all that other good stuff, which I think we'll all be jelly because we all wished that we can go. Um, <laughs> but, so, no, uh, I'd say still go out and still do it, still have fun. You know what made me mad this week? It was something that I found out the other day, and I actually felt mad for her, um, was about – the singer uh, Dua Lipa, she is being sued uh, by a picture agency after sharing an image that they had taken of her on Instagram. So this imaging place filed like $150,000 lawsuit against her for sharing one of their images. And pretty much the snap, which was taken like back in February 2019, it showed her getting on a plane in an oversized hat. And uh, so what she did was that she used that photo of herself, as I say it, of herself, it posted on Instagram. And what happened is that the company is claiming that she profited from the photo as her account acts as a marketing tool for her music. And the lawsuit is seeking, like I said, $150,000 in damages and has requested a jury trial. Uh, In the eight-page document, they claim that she had shared their material, quote, without permission or authorization. On top of the $150,000, the company is also requesting legal costs and official order that would stop her from any subsequent acts of infringement. Uh, According to reports, the complaint reads that the account is monetized and that it contains content designed to accumulate followers who are directed to, via link and or advertisement, consume and purchase defendant content, defendant profits from these activities. Um, So, of course, she's also going to be now launching her acting career by starring in uh, Matthew Vaughn's new spy thriller, uh, Argyle. Uh, And it's allegedly the first film in a new franchise is based on uh, Ellie Conway's upcoming novel of the same name. But I don't – here's my thing. There were a lot of people who were like, well, the company does have a right, but you're taking a picture of me. If you're taking a picture of me, I should be able to use it no matter what your company does. This is the problem now with paparazzi because there are some that have been known to do that where they don't want you using – but yet you go and you have your – quote, illegal ways of sometimes taking photos of people. Mm -hmm. And the minute that someone uses your photo of them, 
on their site, you now want some money, which I thought was insane. I don't... I don't think she should owe him anything because I'm like, you're taking a picture of me. Once you take a picture of me, I'm my own property. Because at this point, it's going to start turning into where celebrities are going to say, hey, you know what? Um, Because I'm out in the general public and I'm a celebrity, I think there's going to be some rule or law where um, they're pretty much just going to say, okay, you take a picture of me, by all rights, I should be now be able to use a uh, picture in any way I want to. And they have every right. I mean, it, it would be like somebody taking a picture of you and you putting it on Facebook or Instagram and somebody coming back and saying, well, you know what? Uh, since you make money doing this and people go to your site, I want a piece of the pie or whatever you're making. <laughs> Which is uh, That's just so weird. I was, I was bad for it. I would be too How is that not my property That's my likeness Mm -hmm. Mine And and people wonder why the paparazzi Is not liked (laughs) Yeah So That's what kind of made me mad um, Yeah I don't know Um so we've got the Almanac this week, and I, I told you last week that July does not have that many things going on. Uh, today, uh, July 9th, um, ooh, already at July 9th, um, today is National Sugar Cookie Day. It is also Collector Car Appreciation Day. Tomorrow mm-hmm. is National uh, in your colada day. <laughs> it is also. You like in your coladas and making love in the night. It is also National Kitten Day tomorrow. Uh, I know you are not a cat fan. You are more of a dog fan. Um, I am. <laughs> but it's National Kitten Day, and then tomorrow is actually National. Now, you may know about this. I don't. Uh, it is National Clarahue Day. Uh, on July 10th of each year, National Clarahue Day in the United States. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but I'm going to look no, it up. You didn't. <laughs> it, celebrates a, it celebrates a poem style created by Edmund Clarahue Bentley. His four-line biographical poem offers a brief, though whimsical, approach to poetry. Uh, an English novelist and humorist, uh, Edmund Clarahue Bentley, uh, who lived between 1875 and 1956, created the first ever Clarahue at the age of 16. And so it went, and I'm reading it now here, it says, Sir Humphrey Davy abominated gravy. He lived in the odium of having discovered sodium. So that is a clarahue. Uh, so as with most poetry, the clarahue is defined by a set of rules. It must include four lines, contain rhyming couplets of AA slash BB, include a person's name in the first line, say something about that person, and be humorous. It is meant to be a funny poem, of course. Uh, so it wasn't, of course, the genre of poetry wasn't limited to him. Other poets wrote and published in this form as well and still do. So uh, that is pretty much Clarahue Dead, if you were not familiar with it. Uh, tomorrow. Which is so funny because is, I know those poems. I know I heard them before, like poems like that. And now you know. Uh, I can't say the other portion of that, but now you know why. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's National July 11th, National Cheer Up the Lonely Day. Uh, It is National Rainier Cherry Day, Uh, National Blueberry Muffin Day, All-American Pet Photo Day, National Mojito Day, and it is National 7-Eleven Day on Sunday. Uh, 
so I feel like going to get a Slurpee now. Uh, it yes. is also uh, later next. Uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't help no. it. <laughs> uh, coming up throughout the week on Monday, it is National Simplicity Day as well as uh, National uh, Pecan Pie Day, Paper Bag Day, Eat Your Jello Day, and then on Tuesday, it is National French Fry Day, uh, National Beans and Franks Day, Cow Appreciation Day, um, and then July 14th, it is Grand Marnier, Marnier, Marnier Day, uh, Tape Measure Day. Mac and Cheese Day, and it is National Nude Day. <laughs> like as in send nudes? Uh, you better be careful with that one because I think if you, <laughs> you start asking people to do that, they will do that. We have an NSFW <laughs> channel. If you're going to do that, do it in those channels. Thank you. <laughs> what? Uh, which Mary will probably be looking at that page more than me. Um, <laughs> Somebody's got to moderate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, so those are the days that are coming up here in regards to the uh, almanac. Um, hopefully, uh, you will enjoy your week. Uh, but now for the new thing that I wanted to add, and this is always oh, – uh, of course, I want to call it – well, I'm going to call it the page one files for now. It, it will probably change its name. But the files and the purpose of that is to bring you stories in which you may not have known, uh, backstories to different things, or just odd facts. And for our first one, uh, it had to do with an anniversary that occurred just recently. And it was on July 8th of 1967 that the monkeys who were popular at that time began a 29-date tour. Uh, their special guest and their supporting act, uh, of course it was on this date, July 1960, or a few days ago, July 1967, uh, but they went with a special group as their supporting act, opening act, and that supporting act was dropped after six shows, after being told, or well, the gentleman who was the leader of that group, was told that his group was not suitable for the teeny bopper audience. Who was that opening and supporting act? It was the Jimi Hendrix experience. What? <laughs> Dropped after That's six so shows. Funny to put those two together. Because it was not suitable for a teeny bopper audience. <laughs> so there you have something from the page one files. July 8, 1967, when that occurred. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> uh, that was, first of all, that doesn't necessarily go together in my brain, like Jimi Hendrix, the monkeys. They don't really go together, but then they kind of do, which is kind of disturbing. A little bit. <laughs> wish it could have been there. Can you imagine Jimi wish Hendrix? Wish it could have been there. Playing? like a typical Jimi Hendrix song and then the monkeys singing the monkeys theme song like oh, hey, hey, oh. <laughs> I can hey, that would be cool. oh. I would love to hear Jimi Hendrix backing the monkeys opening yes. song. <laughs> that would be very nice. Because it wasn't Jimi Hendrix the one that was playing the guitar upside down anyway. Mhm. I think so, yeah. 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 So he was playing it upside down on top of everything. Like this is this is how crazy and, and flipped up this whole mess is. So we've got an upside down guitar, like hard strings. But, and then you like, oh, the monkey. And like the <laughs> snap and finger point, like finger guns. Yeah, no, I want that. I want that in my life right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, I think almost what two or two of the monkeys are gone. It's only two. They're actually on tour still. I think I saw something where they were going on tour. The remaining two monkeys, and uh, I think this is going to be like the last go around. But uh, that, and you don't have Jimi Hendrix anymore. So uh, yeah, unfortunately, folks will have to see that show another special way. But uh, it will not be here. <laughs> More so in the afterlife. <laughs> right. So yeah. 
But uh, we're at the halfway point. Coming up in the next half hour of the show, we'll finally get into some of our stories tonight. Uh, one of the things is a new way that businesses are going to be looking for potential employees. Also, an interesting article on uh, post relationships this week, how to love someone when you don't love having sex with them. We'll discuss. And then we will also have a live look at what's trending, and we will have our Urban Dictionary Word of the Day. All of that is coming up tonight. Before we do all of that, we have our Retro Moments of the Week. Uh, I don't know why I've been on a food kick lately, but it continues. And then we also have uh, something that you or someone at some point has probably played. What is it? You'll find out in just a few moments. But first, you're listening to Page One with LaVar and Mary here on Blog Talk Radio. Homemade potato salad. The newest potato magic from Betty Crocker with its special seasoning mix. Toss with mayonnaise and egg for cold potato salad with vinegar and bacon for hot. Let Betty Crocker start dinner for you with her newest cookbook dish, Betty Crocker Potato Salad. Here's more potato magic from Betty Crocker. Golden, crisp, homemade pan fries. Rippled so they can't stick. Make them in one pan, one step. Let Betty Crocker start dinner for you with her newest cookbook dish, Betty Crocker Pan Fries. Cookbook quality in a package. salad and which yeah (laughs) 
I think the Twister one will probably go up on Discord later tonight. Uh, you can see the commercial for itself from the uh, late 50s, early 60s, uh, where that commercial came from. So, yes. Do you have Twister at home? No, I don't have it at home anymore because my body doesn't work that way. <laughs> I am old and not that flexible. <laughs> I think they should probably have been something special for uh, us older folks instead of like the twister they should have a like, commercial. But it was an old guy in the commercial. So hey. Um yeah. Anyway. Uh, this week uh interesting development with jobs because if you've noticed uh a lot of jobs now are going back uh, to some sense of normalcy and bringing people back into the office. And some are uh, still trying to find employees that they lost during the pandemic. And Chipotle, still looking for uh, employees, has decided to branch out, and they will be one of the first companies to use a just-launched TikTok resume to hire workers. Uh so uh, Chipotle said it wants to hire 15,000 people nationwide, including 200 alone in Philadelphia. Uh, the Coast to Coast Career Day will be held on Thursday, July 15th, uh, between 8 to 10 a.m. and 2 to 5 p.m. Job seekers can schedule interview times at the Career Day website. Applicants who use TikTok resumes must use hashtag TikTok resumes in the caption when publishing their video resume. Uh, Chipotle said it turned to TikTok because of, quote, the competitive labor market. Um, according to uh, them, it says uh, Chipotle is continuing to experiment with new methods of meeting its potential applicants where they are. Through TikTok resumes, Chipotle's uh, prospective applicants can showcase their authenticity and true passions in unique ways outside of a traditional resume or sit-down interview. Uh, given the current hiring climate and our strong growth trajectory, uh, it's essential to find new platforms to directly engage in meaningful career conversations with Generation Z. Talk has been ingrained, uh, and they said, as it said, into their DNA for some time. Uh, and Chipotle recently increased its starting rate to between 11 to $18 an hour with an average of $15 per hour. Uh, they said that TikTok Resumes is a pilot program designed to continue expanding and enhancing TikTok uh, as a new channel for recruitment and job discovery. Uh, and they are going to be teaming up with select companies and inviting job seekers to apply for entry-level to experience positions with some of the world's most sought-after employers, including Chipotle, Target, WWE, Allo Yoga, Shopify, Contra, Movers Plus Shakers, and many more with a TikTok video resume. Um, the pilot program is available through July 31st. One of the last... <laughs> one of the last... I also have a side. That's have. the thing that I laugh at. Well, yeah, well, here's the thing. One of the last things that I do not have, because if you ask me what apps I may have or where you can find, and I, and I will have to admit, in recent weeks. I have been very, very uh, something pushing me there but starting a TikTok for the show. Because now it seems that that is where people are. That is what businesses are getting people's attention through. But it's almost something for yay or nay, but when you think about this new method of businesses using a platform like TikTok now to reach out to the next generation of job workers instead of the more traditional way of resume or even then uh, going online to traditional job platforms and filling it out there and going the traditional way. Do you see this as like something where they're going to get a good qualified field of people through TikTok? It, it really depends, and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fully outright just do the first thing that comes to mind and say no, God, why? Um, because the more I think about it, 
it would work well for businesses that need younger generational people to come in. So mm-hmm. no offense to the younger generation, but entry-level positions to go and seek them where they are. So that makes sense for them to advertise that direction um, and also to pull from that direction for people. Um, social media um, coordinators and managers and that for corporations, that would be a good way of looking for them as well. So there's, there's positives to it. I see a lot of negatives as well. Um, by doing I just don't know how a TikTok resume would work. You just sit on camera and say, I used to work here. Like, I don't know that that's a good way of doing it. Part of the reason that people went to resumes, it used to be you'd go in and you'd ask for a job. Like, that was before you and I. Um, And then Mm -hmm. they went to resumes, so it would be um, something a little bit more, I guess, standard, for lack of a better term, but something that you couldn't necessarily pick out somebody based on what they looked like or who they knew. It went to what were they qualified, and that ended up opening up the job market to the right kind of people. So um, more women, more uh, minorities got jobs that they wouldn't have gotten prior to having this kind of blank piece of paper with just your name and qualifications on it. Going to TikTok feels like going backwards to that, hire me because I'm a pretty blonde. Hmm. You know? Um, but then again, I do understand. Like I said, there's a, there's a positive to it. If you're looking for very specific things, and maybe that's a really good way of doing it. Um, if you're not, and it's just, I just I, I, I'm, I'm on the fence about this one. On the fence about this one, surprisingly. The more I yeah, thought about I, I it, the more I, I, I'm the same way. It's a smart move. I, I guess if it brings a good uh, cluster of employees out, but it's just something about the whole thing of if you didn't really want to do the traditional way of applying for a job, and you'd rather do the shortcut way. And do it via TikTok because it's convenient for you. Then what type of employee are you going to be? That's my worry. I think that's why I'm kind of a little bit like, oh, TikTok? Well, I mean, nothing against TikTok. Like I said, I have even thought myself of maybe starting to do TikTok because it seems everybody's there. Um, And I just don't know what to bring to the table. I would still love to do it to uh, get you guys to, uh, if that's where you're at, that's where we go. Um, I'm not going to totally doubt it, but I just kind of wonder about, you know, the overall of job searching and going in. Because right now, places are dying to hire you. You really shouldn't even have to go to short firm around TikTok. If you go somewhere and probably put an application, chances are you're probably going to hire you. Uh, That's just how it is right now. Um, But, yeah, I don't know how that's going to be, and I'm kind of interested to see how that falls out for businesses. So. We'll see where it goes. Uh, trending tonight on Twitter. Uh, SmackDown, of course, is trending. One of the things that was big on that one is uh, WWE superstar Bailey uh, was scheduled uh, for a match at Money in the Bank coming up uh, against Bianca Belair, and Bailey uh, legit got injured. She's now going to be out for about nine months. So, uh, a lot of wrestling wow. fans with me know that Bailey pretty much kind of carried uh, portions of that show uh, through the whole pandemic phase. And the fact now that they're going back to live audiences starting next week, it's kind of like uh, one of those things where she did all of that to get to this point, and now she is gone. So she will be back in nine months. So, yeah, but SmackDown is trending tonight. Uh, Love, Love After Lockup also trending. And then uh, Smile, uh, I'm going to get this so wrong, Uh, Smile TWT Selfie Day is trending as fans of YouTuber Mm -hmm. Dream celebrate Selfie Day, which falls on the 10th of each month. Um, Tristan is trending for all the wrong reasons today, and this one can turn out to be pretty ugly. 
Uh, there's only one Tristan that we all know, and of course it's Tristan Thompson who had dated uh, Khloe Kardashian, and they recently broke up because Tristan just couldn't, well, allegedly uh, did some things Keep it to where, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So Khloe Kardashian, Kardashians have been on the, it's still staying relevant. Uh, Kim minus Kanye, Kim's been putting out some really, <laughs> some really like hot photos as of late, um, which you can tell Kanye was probably the one that was holding her back. But um, Chloe uh, posted a picture of her showering uh, outdoors. And so I'm going to set this story up for you. We all know that she was uh, married to uh, Lamar Odom uh, and that she dated Tristan, has a child with him. So Chloe posted that photo today. And Lamar Odom uh, happened to comment on that photo, and he said, hottie, along with some the heart eyes emojis and love and uh, the fire. And then Tristan Thompson responded back, and he said to at Lamar Odom, God bought you back the first time. Play if you want. Different results. Shrug. Which alluded to when Lamar nearly died from an overdose of... Pretty much he's saying, uh, yeah, um, keep, keep your distance. So I uh, – <laughs> you know, but I don't get it because if you allegedly cheated on her and you didn't care about her and somebody else is now making comments about her and you're trying to step in like you still got something going, you know, and then you kind of bail threat somebody. What the heck is that all about? Mm-hmm. Well, so people be dumb. Yeah. So yeah. So that's why uh, that is trending tonight. Um, and then there is a few other things trending which we probably won't get into. Uh, a lot of sports tonight. Some baseball. Some soccer. Uh, and then also one of the uh, – uh, well, some good news here. Uh, Binks, a cat that lived on the ninth floor of the uh, Champlain Towers South Condo, was found safe two weeks after the building collapsed and has been reunited with its family, according to an animal rescue organization. So uh, Binks is trending tonight. And then also trending – is, of course, every week there always seems to be some debate about something. And the debate this week is apple versus orange. Uh, as the debate, uh, as the old time, reignites among juice lovers. Um, so, uh, apple juice or orange juice? And there's a lot of people on Cranberry here. Cranberry juice. No, 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 that's not the option. <laughs> You always want to be that person. Always going to be that person. But apple versus orange, if it comes down between the two of those, what's your pick? Water. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It, uh, breakfast. Um, actually, apple juice. I would rather do apple juice. I am not a. I, I like orange juice, and the, I will drink orange juice. And sometimes it's really good to have orange juice, and it's a great mixer. But like for breakfast and just juice itself, I'd rather have apple juice. I like yeah. tart. That's why apple juice was uh, trending tonight. Uh, is that a lot of people agree with you? I agree with you. Actually, this morning I had apple juice to start my day. So, uh, actually, that was one of the things that was disappearing off the store shelves. <laughs> when I would go mm-hmm. to the store, uh, apple juice, like a few months ago, you had to go at the right time. Other time. Otherwise, you could not. Like, I don't want, like, the big, huge containers. I like the small containers where I could just, like, grab one, drink it, be on the go. And, and go. Yeah. it was, you could barely find them. Um, so, yeah, apple juice still popular. <laughs> um, so one of the other stories that I saw tonight 
uh, and I have a feeling this is probably going to take us right up to the 10 o'clock point, and, uh, but it is what it is. Um, if we don't get the Urban Dictionary word today, and <laughs> we'll be done at a point. Uh, so the article was under the HuffPost relationships on how to love someone when you don't love having sex with them. Went into a story about a lady and her husband, how they had been together, the relationship had been great. They were very much in love. They communicated well. The sex life was another story. And they said that during the honeymoon phase, the sex was pretty good. The new relationship sparks created a certain amount of electricity between the sheets. But in a couple of years, it became stale and repetitive. And uh, the woman uh, who asked uh, the article to use her middle name to protect her privacy, she stated that, oh, by the way, this is the adult portion of the show where you probably, uh, if there's kids around, uh, I'll give you a few seconds to show them out of the room. But anyway, um, she didn't and they're gone. feel fulfilled. Yeah. She didn't feel fulfilled during relationship with her husband. And eventually she told him that she needed a certain kind of stimulation, but he didn't have the right touch to make it happen. And that has affected her sex drive. Uh, and she said she thought it had a lot to do with the boring sex, same positions, predictable moves and words, and the fact that uh, she wasn't finishing either, adding that her exhaustive work schedule didn't help the situation. And a couple of years ago, uh, the tension bubbled up into a huge fight. Her husband didn't understand why she was so disinterested in sex, and they decided that she should talk to a doctor to see if her lower sex drive could be hormone-related. And they started going to counseling. And uh, they were going to see a therapist who specializes in marriage and intimacy counseling. And they said that it's still a work, pro- a work progress, but they're trying. But the interesting thing out of this is that a 2016 Pew Research Center study found that 61% of married adults say that a satisfying sex life is very important to a successful marriage. But there are plenty of couples who don't hold sex in such high regard. Some people's sex just isn't that important, so they don't mind having a lackluster sex life with their partner. And how priorities can change over time in a relationship, and just because you're not wowed by your sex life with your partner at present doesn't mean that you're doomed to a life of blah and bed, uh, that it's something that you can work on. Uh, and that there's plenty of advice, and knowing that chemistry needs to be kindled and rekindled that you should address other areas of conflict in the relationship and broaden your sexual horizons. Uh, also, stop expecting your partner to read your mind, which I think we talked about plenty of times on this show. Uh, and then the other thing in there was talking about your sexual histories and hangups first, laying some ground rules about how to talk about sex and discussing any sex-related baggage or trauma that you're each bringing to the relationship. And don't have to talk right before or after sex, being honest. Uh, and when your partner responds, really listening, knowing that it's normal for your partner to be a little upset, but you might be surprised to at how receptive they are. But I guess uh, the question raises here after that article is that can you love someone without having sex with them? Is it possible to have that type of relationship where nothing exists in the bedroom? Well, if someone was asexual, they would tell you absolutely. So there you go. That's the simple answer. Um, I'm only going to go with it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna very make this very. I'm gonna distinct make the distinction between the two different kinds. I can love someone 100 percent without ever feeling any kind of sexual thoughts towards that person. And that could be of the same or opposite sex. Not the, yeah, anyway, cis, heterosexual, just in case people are wondering. Um, but I can also, in a romantic sense, love someone beyond all measure and never have sex with that person. But it's not something that I want to do. So that's where the distinction comes in. I think it's possible. I, I think that it's, it's interesting, um, the thought process that goes through it. I think it's a hard thing to do, um, especially in a romantic sense. 
but definitely, 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 I think it's a possibility to be able to do it. You just have to be very open with that person about what you expect because you could be intimate without ever having sex. Sex, at least in my book, let's do it that way. My definition of sex is penetration. So, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Um, but no, like I, but I also, like I said before, I'm a cis heterosexual female. So for me, sex for me is penetration, full-on penetration. That's sex. I can be intimate with someone and never have penetration, and I can love someone and be intimate with that person and never have sex. So I think that it's. Do I want that? No. I'm going to tell you straight off that. No, I, I really do like sex, so I want that too. But it's something that can happen. Did I shock you over there? Um. <laughs> the rainbow star. Yes. No, no, it didn't shock me. I actually, I, I thought that was what you would say. And actually... I am in agreement. And you know what the funny thing is, is that within all of that, everything that they had kind of mentioned in regards to that is that it all comes down at the end of the day to communication. Because if mm-hmm. you sit there, you have the same old, same old, and you don't. And this is where the differences always seem to be, is that I know that uh, guys assume that because it worked the first time, or the second time, or maybe a few times, that they're going to stick to the same playbook. And women are, I know, probably sometimes afraid to tell guys, hey, let's try this instead, or to lead the way for fear of probably being looked at the do light, like, oh, well, she's really open about doing all this stuff. Why all of a sudden? You know? And mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like people still are scared of each other to be that open, or even say at the beginning, hey, look, you know, uh, if it's working, uh, you know, I'm not going to say anything. But if I want to try something, uh, let's be open about coming to each other without, you know, feeling that it's going to affect somebody in a different way. And I think when you have that, and it always seems like the people who have that type of open relationship have the most, uh, I guess, what's the word I want to use, active sex life, because they're not afraid to come and tell somebody, hey, look, let's do it this way. And if this doesn't work or if this just isn't working anymore for you, then I like this, and then I know that's going to help me and help you because you'll feel better, I feel better. Mm-hmm. You know, this feeling gets hurt. So that's why I was like communication is such a huge key to that. And, yeah, uh, hopefully for all of you out there, if you have a chance to read that article, it's pretty interesting, and it had a lot of great points. So if you were – uh, someone in that situation, uh, definitely being open-minded is the um, open-minded and communicative is the thing is that you want to be. So uh, really quick, uh, Urban Dictionary, word of the day. I know some of you waited so long, and we're going to reward you with it, and that's usually when I will go to the Urban Dictionary, pull up the first word or two that I see. And, of course, it's funny because I usually will go first few words into it before I realize how bad it is, and then I have to straighten it out in my own way. Uh, but uh, one of the words of the day from the Urban Dictionary, horny Jill. <laughs> oh, God. As we follow from that topic to this one, but uh, horny gel is the Urban Dictionary, uh, one of the words of the day. It is when you're being horny, especially around friends, and as a result, shame ensues. So, for example, friend number one says, oh, man, I could totally blank uh, someone right now. And then the friend number two would say, that's it. You're going to horny gel. <laughs> um, <laughs> And oh, I've been horny Jill a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. So, yeah, so that was uh, that. Um, <laughs> firecracker fart was the word of the day on July 4th. Uh, nice. 
<laughs> it says normally occurs at the tail end of an upset stomach deuce when you fire off a bunch of quick hitting farts and a firecracker pattern, but no substance or stink with the sound being amplified by the toilet. Um, I knew that one. <laughs> uh, I didn't call it that, but I know that one. Yeah, now you know the word for it. Grillbilly is another uh, word. It says you're a grillbilly when your grill is the nicest thing about your house. (laughs) 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 I know a few people like that. uh, And then uh, I don't I don't know how this one would go. Uh, Serotonin donor. Okay. Uh, someone people turn to when they're sad who makes them feel better. Uh, serotonin donor. Uh, and then, of course, one of the other words is we start the month of July. Uh, and I'm sure I've seen so many different articles and different things about it, but they had to bring back the Urban Dictionary term boob sweat. <laughs> the sweat that accumulates under your boobs. <laughs> Ah, yeah. That's like (laughs) swap. There's also uh, the Urban Dictionary uh, word of the day. Uh, There's a few other ones, uh, but uh, we'll leave them for another time. Uh, With that, uh, the old clock on the wall is pretty much telling us that we're running out of time. So I'm going to ask you, did you have any shout-outs this week? Uh, no, I do not. Not that I'm thinking of. No. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, no, I don't have any shout-outs. Go ahead. Let's hear, let's hear yours. Well, a couple shout-outs to all the folks who have joined us here in these uh, first few days of the Discord server. And thank you so much. Um uh, for doing that. We love you. And uh, for those who follow us uh, on our Twitter or on Instagram or wherever you are. Uh, also, um, real quick before I forget, Karen Fisher, the Sunday night 401 Lounge, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. But shout out to uh, Zayla Avant Guard, who won the Scripps Howard Spelling Bee yesterday. Uh, she is a 14-year-old spelling prodigy, and she beat out the field of 208 contestants to become the first-ever winner from the state of Louisiana. The win also adds to an amazing resume that includes three Guinness World Records for juggling and dribbling multiple basketballs simultaneously. She now has the uh, enviable task of figuring out what to do with the $50,000 in cash and prizes uh, after uh, – beating a runner-up, uh, and uh, she, her last name, uh, Zayla, who was given her last name by her father as a tribute to jazz legend John Coltrane, rocketed from 370th place in the 2019 Spelling Bee to take the top spot this year. She is also just the second black winner in the B's history. Um. And she credited her work with her coach, who's a Yale student, and a 2015 Scripps runner-up, as well as a former third-place finisher uh, and that person's mom. And it's, it's just an awesome thing. She wants to play basketball uh, when she gets to college. Smart, smart young lady. Just congratulations to her. That was Congrats, yeah. So, yeah, big shout-out to her and, of course, to all of you. So glad that we made it through the 4th of July holiday. Uh, next up, I'm pretty sure for all of you are summer vacations. So no matter where you are, uh, be careful. Next week, uh, I don't know. Uh, we may have a show. We may not have a show. But uh, you will know if you go and you follow us. Uh, follow me on Twitter at BTR. Mary may even be on uh, on Discord next Friday night for you. So Mm-hmm. That could be something. Or I might join her later in that evening on Discord, and we'll probably talk about Exotica, and I'll tell you who I saw and who I had a chance to talk to. And uh, But, yeah, we may do something, I think, this quarter, maybe next week. Uh, we will let you know throughout the week. So with that, uh, that will do it for us. 
And like I said, thank you so much for listening. We will see you uh, hopefully sometime next week. And then the week after that, I'll be out there in Vegas. So, yes, I'll definitely have to figure out something special for that. And I'm pretty sure that we will probably be doing something on Discord. I'm almost sure of it. So, for Mary Abovar, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you soon. Goodbye, everybody. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.